You're listening to Getting Vegan Green. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Laura. And we like talking about health, wellness, and eco-friendliness in a fun and approachable way. This week on the podcast, in response to a reader request, we are talking about our favorite podcasts. Other than this one. (laughs) Let's get to it. Welcome back to Getting Vegan Green. Hello, Laura. Hi, Stephanie. How you going there? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we're really bad at like just <laughs> pretending like this is the first time we're talking to each other. I know. Um, also, we like switched around our schedule t- this today. So Laura's recording in the morning for her and I'm recording in the evening after drinking some wine and playing cards against humanity with my friends so it's a yeah. little topsy-turvy so we're like readier readier than ever yeah readier than ever <laughs> um so for a bit sillier that's why um but we're talking about one of our very favorite topics today i am so excited um we had a reader comment on our blog which like never happens <laughs> and in the comment she made a request of us to talk on the podcast about our favorite podcasts and we also never get reader requests so yeah not since we were in university and we (laughs) made all of our friends listen to our (laughs) podcast (laughs) so we're really jazzed is basically the moral of the story yeah so this one I mean we were talking about ahead of time it doesn't necessarily fall into our health or eco-friendliness mandate, although I do think that there's a way that we can sort of make it fit into our wellness. Yeah, I was thinking, like, it's sort of things that are good for your mind and your soul. Like, the way I see it is a lot of my favorite podcasts, it's like, if I'm just walking to work or if I'm commuting somewhere, it's like I'm learning something and I'm getting a new perspective on the world. And I think that that totally falls in line with what we promote on our show. So... Um, so I think, I think it kind of fits in. We're going to make it fit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely at least see myself as a better person for listening to podcasts (laughs) than I was before. Not better than other people. Not better than me. (laughs) Yeah. Not better than you. You listen to all the podcasts. I love podcasts. So yeah, like I said, um, basically whenever I'm doing any kind of in transit activity, like walking to work, I, I'm always listening to a podcast or if I'm, like I said, commuting or sometimes if I'm washing the dishes like at home, but usually at home I don't listen to them. But I find with my commutes, I get a lot of listening done. Um, really any activity where it's just, I wouldn't be able to read, I would listen mm-hmm. to a podcast instead. And I feel, I always feel a bit more productive doing that rather than um, listening to music, which I do sometimes as well. But what about you? Do you do you have a special time that you listen to podcasts? Yeah, I almost listen to it exclusively while walking to and from work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have uh, like a, a new routine of putting one on and like cleaning the apartment. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. great idea. So. Yeah, rather than cleaning up the apartment as I go throughout my life, <laughs> just letting it accumulate <laughs> until I have a, a podcast length's worth of cleaning to do. It's a solid motivational but, uh, technique. 
Yeah. Um, I think that podcasts kind of get a bad rep, and I think that they kind of started out people just doing them in their basement or something. I don't know. I think that's what people think, is that they're kind of just people talking, and it's blah, 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 blah. But I just want to put it out there for anyone who's kind of on the fence, although it occurs to me that they're listening to our podcast, so never mind. But um, <laughs> they don't need to be convinced of the merits of podcasts. But if you are on the fence about listening to these other podcasts, because maybe you are Laura's mom, um, then... My mom doesn't listen to our podcast. Yeah, mine either. <laughs> uh, who listens to our podcast anymore? Zero people. Okay. Anyway, if you need to be... (laughs) We got a reader request. (laughs) For one person. Um, If you need to be convinced of the merits of podcasts, I will just say that I think that they're becoming such an amazing medium. It's like the return of radio. Seriously. It's like the production quality on these pieces of media is so high. I um, Mm -hmm. We're going to get to this recommendation later in the show, but Serial was a sensation. There's no other word that you could use to describe serial. And I think that it got a lot of people who weren't super into podcasts into the genre. Um, I actually will tell a slightly embarrassing story, which is that I was so into it with a couple of friends of mine here in Busan that at on two occasions, we actually, while making dinner, just like sat around in a circle and listened to the newest episode all together and just listened to it. And when my mom was here um, and we were just like puttering around the apartment one evening, I just like put on the most recent episode because she hadn't heard it and we listened to it together. And it's kind of like, I feel like a return to those days when you would just gather around the radio. My grandma always talks about those days when she would gather around the radio for like the latest soap or whatever, which I think there's something really cool about that. And retro I don't know I like it yeah yeah I think um like Serial is one of many podcasts that does they have massive teams working on it mm-hmm. with like uh yeah and they have sound guys orchestras <laughs> yeah they have like whole teams exactly um different I mean NPR for example is such a huge producer of podcasts and they have so many podcasts and they have so many resources to devote to it and the stories that they produce for these shows are sometimes take years and sometimes um, take months and they always take a lot of research and it's just to me the fact that it's free and the fact that it is so informative and helpful just I don't know there's something really special about podcasts to me so I am big fan I'm a big fan yeah, I think the first time I listened to a podcast was, I had been talking to you, we were in <laughs> university, and you had written a letter into the Joy the Baker podcast, and that they had featured the your letter. That can't be the first time. I think it was. Did you listen to that podcast episode? I listened to the whole thing. Are you serious? Oh, gosh. I'm serious. Oh, gosh, I didn't know that. It was, <laughs> it was, a, really, it was a really beautifully written letter. Um, (laughs) the Joy the Baker podcast is, um, two of my favorite (laughs) bloggers, Joy the Baker and Shutterbean, and, um, they're funny gals, and they make me laugh a lot, and, um, 
I had a thing that happened in my love life and I just wanted to get their advice on it and I didn't I wasn't expecting them to tell me to do something one way or the other but I just wanted to see their perspective and I remember at the time that it was like cringeworthy <laughs> it was really hard to hear them read my letter and talk about me on the radio but um but it was helpful so I'm glad I did it but don't go digging too much into the archives. They, people would have to listen to every single episode of the Joy the Maker podcast to figure, figure it out. So, um, Oh, yeah, yeah. It will not be in the show notes, put it that way, of this episode. Um, yeah. So I think that out of all the podcasts I've listened to, and I don't listen to the Joy the Maker podcast often, but I find that in terms of tone, they're most similar to our own. Mm. Yeah, they, they kind of just... Um, they don't really have a theme of their podcast, which is one thing that's different from our show, but they banter a lot with each other, and it's kind of fun. Their podcast yeah. is very div- like um, divisive, divisive? Div- oh, gosh. One of those words I've read in text but never said out loud. <laughs> there are so many of those. Um, anyway, it divides people because uh, some people hate it, and they think they're really kind of stupid and um a bit just like ditzy i don't think that at all um i think they're hilarious yeah i've heard why would you listen why would you listen to something that you didn't enjoy (laughs) well no i think it's like they listened to one episode and then they were like this is oh okay yeah yeah i don't mean like it was probably it was probably your episode (laughs) yeah probably mine was a bit of a downer (laughs) like the whole episode's like whoop and i'm like anyway (laughs) Um, let's move on from that. So yeah, we would recommend Joy the Baker if you like our show. They kind of just gab about different topics. And it's, for me, a lot of their episodes are like laugh out loud funny. Like I have laughed on the street before just listening to them. Um, you want to tell your little anecdote about laughing out loud? like them retweeting us? No, 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 no. (laughs) Laughing out loud while listening to the podcast? Oh yeah, I was um, I was listening to our latest episode. Um, usually before sharing, I, I do like to listen to the final product just because sometimes when you're recording, it like escapes you what the actual episode is going to sound like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yesterday, I was listening to our the latest episode we released, which is the uh, Veg episode 2.0. And I was just delighted by it. Like, I was sitting in Starbucks <laughs> with my headphones in. And, like, there were times where I would just, like, openly just beam. And then there were other times where I was just, like, chuckling to myself. Like, it was... <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> Part of why I like to listen to podcasts while walking. So that when I do have my, like, outbursts, then I just can keep moving what were you gonna say though that's i laugh at them because why oh because you're very joy the baker like you just remind me of joy the baker that's nice um (laughs) thank you i think she's hilarious so i take that as a compliment of course you do you also think you're hilarious i do think i'm funny no i don't i actually don't (laughs) laura and i were talking about this i mentioned we were playing cards against humanity and the whole time i'm just like losing and i'm like i guess i'm not funny at all but um it's okay (laughs) i don't mind i didn't lose by that much um 
in the end. Anyway, let's get to the meat of our show, shall we? Because we've only recommended the Joy the Baker podcast, which is actually not the best of the ones we have to recommend. So, why don't right. we start? Okay, I want to start with Dear Sugar Radio. Um, <sighs> I know that there have been some episodes where we've mentioned it in passing, um, but essentially what Dear Sugar is, is it was an anonymous advice column on a website called The Rumpus, and it started out with uh, the columnist was actually played by Steve Allman, and he took on the persona of this imaginary woman, and Mm -hmm. eventually uh, it got taken over by Cheryl Strayed. She took over as Sugar, Mm -hmm. and uh, both of them did a great job, but now the podcast is uh, both of them together giving advice, not anonymously. Yeah, and they're both uh, quite good friends in real life. They've known each other over the course of their careers as writers. And um, the way that they talk to each other, I mean, I was texting Laura earlier in the day and um, listening to Dear Sugar at the same time and just had to say to her, like, oh, my gosh, there's just something about this show. To me, it's just, it just speaks to me so deeply, like, I was saying at one point that sometimes in my week I'll just get caught up and I'll be thinking about, oh gosh, what am I going to do with my life? And like I'm leaving Korea in a month and all these things. And then I'll listen to their show and I'll just be like, oh, right, like that's the goal. Like those are the things that are important, like trying to love other people and trying to accept other people and trying to build a family and all of these things that are so important and how to live like a emotionally mature life and it's just I don't know it just it seems so much realer than a lot of the things that I think about on an everyday basis yeah and they're both so um loving and understanding and their advice is just very real Mm -hmm. it's it's not something that I've heard before with advice columnists uh in like a maybe holier than thou or just like not sharing reciprocally type of way. Um, But yeah, they're very willing to share their own stories, even though their own stories might be a little incriminating or very personal. Yeah, it's so true. And I think that they're both very eloquent and very well-read and just well-cultured. They'll bring in song quotes and lines from poetry and Um, they'll call every episode they call someone. So in the most recent episode, they call Elizabeth Gilbert to talk about her decision not to have children. And in a previous episode, they called Steve's wife to talk about how their love story started. And it's really non-traditional what you think of when you think of a great love story. But um, there's no denying that Mm -hmm. they do have great love. And it's just they're very kind and compassionate towards each other and towards whoever calls in or writes in and they have this Mm -hmm. way of getting right at the real questions which I think sometimes are masked you know they always look at the piece of writing or the question and they really whittle it down to like what is this person actually asking and how can we actually help them because they don't just want to know like the subtext of the question yeah because they just know that whoever's writing it doesn't actually want to know how to do their life Um, they just want perspective and 
um, I just think that they do just a really beautiful, beautiful job. And I look forward to their episodes. They've only had, what is it, five episodes and, um, and one little bonus episode. And I am hooked, totally hooked. It is, it's by far my favorite podcast right now. Yeah, me too. Um, it's beautiful. It's just like it's, yeah, it sort of transcends the medium in a way. I, I don't know. It's, it's really great. Um, all right, what would be your next one? Okay, so my second favorite podcast right now is Invisibilia. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, girl. Yeah, so yeah, this is like straight off their website, but basically what Invisibilia is is they're exploring the intangible forces that shape human behavior. So things like ideas, beliefs, assumptions, and emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just find that stuff super fascinating. Yeah. And they approach it in, they're both like storytellers, but they're also journalists. So they go out and do their research and uh, speak to uh, the experts. And I just think that they're, the handful of episodes they've put out have been really fascinating. Like things that I t- would talk about to my friends. Like, oh, I just listened to this really cool podcast. Yeah. This is what I learned. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um Lulu Miller and Elise Spiegel have both worked on a number of other podcasts that I really admire, like This American Life and Radio Lab. And um, what was so cool is, like, if you're kind of a podcast nerd like I am, um, they those shows, these really, really big shows, broadcast their first couple episodes. Like, they had a different episode on each mm-hmm. podcast. So Radio Lab did the one about um, categories and then... Uh, this American Life did the amazing episode about um, human echolocation, which I have, it's just, I saw it pop. Oh my God. I Best know. episode ever. I so know. fascinating. It's so interesting because I, on my Facebook that week, I just had all these people that I would not have expected to be podcast listeners to just be like, I listened to this episode and it is so amazing. Um, I have a friend from university and he was writing to me in an email like, I I would love to get into podcasts, but, you know, it's so hard to choose one because I don't know what I'm going to learn about for the next half hour. So it's a bit of a pressure situation. I think he was kidding. Um, and so I was like, well, I'll just recommend individual episodes. And that was one that I recommended because it's, it's really amazing. But what I really like about Elise and Lulu is that they're really young and, like, really modern and hip and, like, they're talking about some really heavy subjects, but they always find a way to make it funny and, like, to lighten it up a bit, and they're always... Yeah, and they're yeah. they're fascinated by it, too, rather yes. than sort of the disjointed reporter seat. They're just like, and Lulu, listen to what I found out. Like, I know. They're excited to tell each other. Yeah, and, totally. Uh, yeah. What they figured out exactly, because they'll both go and report on different stories. Um, the other funny thing, you know, when you're really into podcast, little podcast insider thing, um, on the most recent episode, I learned to tell their voices apart, and I was so proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, I also like on the most recent episode, I was just like, okay, that's Lulu. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I was right. <laughs> yes, I know. Because they, they, um, the they sort of do a disclaimer at the beginning. I mean, you have to listen to the show. Um, they talk about all kinds of amazing things like computers attached to human bodies and um, a, a biological man who switches between thinking he's yeah, a woman cat. and a, a man every day. 
Um, anyway. Yeah, the categories one, that was yeah. cool. And um, the I also, I really liked the secret history of thoughts. Yes, really, really cool. I liked, I just listened to the one about fear. Somehow I had missed that one. But the one about thoughts so made, me, made me cry um, thinking about that man. Um, oh, yeah. Trapped in his head for so long. But anyway, it's um, it's a really amazing show. So I, I love that show as well. Really got into that. It's very new. It just has had um, a, uh, maybe six episodes. Yeah, six episodes and then some bonus mm-hmm. bonuses. But um, by the way, <laughs> did you listen Do to you... the song about... Inside yeah, the out. song was good. Do you know if they're doing more episodes? They are. They said they just need to take like a little, like they did season one basically. It was like their pilot, pilot season, and okay. they need to like, I don't know, I guess get funding okay. from NPR. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, no, it was it was great. Yeah, um, it was great. One of my other favorite new favorites. I mean, we're not really doing these in any order, actually. But I'm, I'm just looking at it right now, so I'll talk about it. Um, I really have enjoyed the show Death, Sex, and Money, which is a show about, the slogan is like, the things that we don't talk about much and we need to talk about more. And the reason that I like this show is that it's just all about, it's like it's about big stuff, obviously. Those are like quite quite big things. But I really love um, the host, Anna Sale, she, I had never encountered her before, but I just find that she has this way of always asking such penetrating questions. Like she doesn't ask any flighty questions. She just always gets to the heart of it when she's talking about things. And also she always asks the question that I feel like I would ask. And I think in some shows, I, not always, but there'll be times when I will be like, you know, wishing that the next question would be a certain thing. Cause I'm like, Oh, go into that mm-hmm. a bit more. Um, I want to hear more about that. And she always does that. There's never been a time when she hasn't like pursued a, a sort of tangent that I was, um, like wanting to learn more about. So she has everything from like her own love story, which is really, really funny. She like broke up with her long distance boyfriend because she thought that he would never like move to New York City to be with her so he like wrote a letter to his state senator and the state senator called Anna and then just like put in a good word for the boyfriend and then invited her and the boyfriend (laughs) to dinner and and then they interview this retired state senator and his wife who've been married for 50 years and they have such hilarious things and poignant things to say about long-term relationships and it's just like a really good episode and and they talk about, um, they interview some sort of famous people. So Chaz Ebert's wife, uh, sorry, Chaz Ebert, who is Roger Ebert's wife. Um, Roger Ebert has passed away now, but they had her on the show. And that's one of my favorite episodes. It's just like, it's also kind of a love story. Um, but a lot of interesting things about their relationship. And um, yeah, there's just, they just did an episode about cheating in relationships that mm-hmm. I found utterly fascinating. It was just so, so interesting. They got, they put out the call basically to everyone listening and was like, send us your stories about cheating. If you've done it, if you've been the person it's been done to, if you saw your parents do it, all of these things. And they just get all of these different voices and it's really, really interesting. So 
Um, yeah. That's super cool. I've never heard of it, so I, I actually think I want to look it up as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> highly, highly recommend. I have to clean an apartment today. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Mike to go make a mess. Hey, Mike. <laughs> make yourself useful. <laughs> you know useful. what's so funny, though? Yeah. Um, in a similar vein, like just being able to like do something laborious, like cleaning while listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about like if I were to ever run a marathon, oh, I'd yeah. probably just wait to listen to all of Serial season two, like oh, during that gosh. marathon. I know. Um, I cannot <laughs> wait to hear what they choose. I know it'll be amazing. There's no way it won't be amazing. I do listen to podcasts when I run. Actually, um, I think on our one of our first episodes, I said that I did not. Because I would get bored, but I am a total convert. So, let's talk about. I think cereal, I, I though. think I mentioned in that episode. Let's talk about this American Life before we talk about cereal, just so we can explain. Yeah. Okay. This American yeah. Life is perfect in every way. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, this American Life is actually kind of hard to explain because I don't think that they like they don't follow a theme and they don't even really follow a set template. Um, but like, it's one of the most popular podcasts right now. No, of and, all time. And uh, each episode of a what of all time. It it held the um, spot. It held the number one spot until Serial. Yeah, which I mean, to be fair, I feel like Serial's numbers should be included in This American Life. Yeah, I know. So Serial is the first there's spinoff podcast of This American Life. This American Life is hosted by yeah. Ira Glass, who is also perfect in every way. Um, <laughs> a journalist with great politics <laughs> and a slightly funny voice. And every week they choose a theme, and the themes differ every time, obviously. Um, they'll be everything from, I don't know, like, they'll be serious ones. So about, like, one of the better ones lately was about policing in America, which I found was, like, broke my heart. And so cool. Made me cry. You're, <laughs> you're reading my mind stuff. I have it written down right here. Yeah. That was the another co- one of the... the episode... It was oh, another I was one say of the episode the, is called "Cops See It Differently." Yeah, exactly. That was another one of the ones I recommended to the friend of mine um, when he was asking for individual episodes. But um, everything from that to um, they've done everything. I mean, they have five hundred episodes, and it, it's um, it's just a really good show. Um, it's called "This American Life," but it's. It doesn't strike me as particularly American most of the time. The policing one was obviously American-based. Yeah. But most of them are just sort of stories about people, and um, they'll have reporters go out into the field and just investigate these stories. Yeah. They did a whole episode about a Jeep dealership, which was so funny and good. Like, just one dealership <laughs> that sold Jeeps. And... I think the thing that I'll always say to people about This American Life is, like, I still, to this day, and I've overrode this voice completely now, but I'll still read the description of the show, and I'll always be like, eh, I don't know if I'd be into that. And then I listen to it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's amazing. So, oh, yeah. oops, I just started playing This American Life. Eh? All right. Um, <laughs> it was an accident. Like, they just did one on um, William Burroughs, and I haven't listened to it yet because I'm like, I don't know who William Burroughs is. I don't want to listen to it, but I know that it's the second I start listening to it, I'm going to be hooked, so. See, actually, that was the one that, I mean, I listened to it, and I feel like I was lacking a lot of context. Oh, yeah, To okay. actually, 
Yeah, like I would recommend reading his Wikipedia page first and then listening <laughs> to it. <laughs> that would probably be helpful. I listened to it and then I read his Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was, I think that was the one recently that I, I didn't love immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they've had some good ones. Yeah. And then, so of one of the stories that they, um, that they were reporting on became sort of like a pet project for one of the reporters, um, Sarah Koenig. And she basically asked her boss, Ira, hey, can I make this into something bigger? Because there's no way I can fit this into one episode. And it ended up being... So it's... um, She's sort of going back and investigating a murder that happened in, I think, like 1999 maybe? Or 1998 or something. um, Where this high school girl was suddenly found dead, who was like a star student and had no criminal affiliations of any kind and was just found dead near her high school and her ex-boyfriend was accused who was also in high school was accused of the murder and sentenced to life in prison and one of his friends um has been petitioning for his release ever since and asked sarah to look into the story so she did and she just started finding all these things that just weren't adding up and that were confusing and that's the one thing I'll say about the story. It's just so, so confusing. Um, I'm sure you had this experience, Laura, but like the entire time I was listening to it, I was like, you'd go back and forth every time, every day you'd be listening to it. You'd be like, no, I know what happened. And then you'd be like, I have no idea what happened. What the heck? It's just so much. So (laughs) (laughs) did you have that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think it was until the final episode that I like made up my mind as to whether or not he did it or whether or not he had involvement and um but I have I have co-workers who like any new thing that comes out they're like did you see this <laughs> I know well because since the show then Jay has been interviewed which I just didn't even read like and they were spin-off shows for this that I actually listened to one of them the other one was not good so don't bother <laughs> Um, but they had spin-off shows where people would discuss the episode and they would talk about what they were doing journalistically with the show as well as what they were doing, like, in terms of, like, the story, like, not even the story, but, like, the facts of the case. They would debate those, but then they would also debate, like, how are they telling this story and what can we learn from the way that they're telling the story? And, um, it was just, it's a really, it, it was a phenomenon. Um. Yeah, serial. It, it was amazing. Like, just such a phenomenon. People were addicted to the show. People were obsessed. They had a Reddit board that just had so much activity on it. And I actually got Mm -hmm. lost in on Reddit. I've never gone on Reddit before in my life. And I got lost in Reddit for, like, an embarrassing amount of time during the running of that show. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Where did you come down on... We can talk about this at a later date. (laughs) Yeah. No spoilers. Okay, yeah. But I do want to know. I don't want to know. Um, okay, do you have other ones? No, actually, that's my list. Those were my top four. Okay. Um, let me do, like, a little bit of rapid-fire ones. So um, I really also like the TED Radio Hour. Um, it's, like, I really like TED Talks, but I find it difficult to listen to TED Talks because they're usually about 25 minutes long, and 
I know you can get them as a podcast, but I just never really listened to them when I got the podcast of it. I tried for a bit, and then I just got bored. But the TED Radio Hour is really interesting. It's kind of like um, This American Life in that they use they choose a theme every week, and then they sort of collect TED Talks that go within that theme, take excerpts from them, weave it in with interviews with the person that actually did the TED Talk live in their studio, or not like live, but you know what I mean, like recorded in their studio, and then they'll play a clip from it. And it sounds like, the way I'm explaining it, it sounds like it's going to be sort of choppy and disjointed, but it's not. It's really like woven together in this really interesting way. So I don't listen to that one every week. Um, Like right now, there's a lot of episodes I haven't listened to, but they've done some really great episodes. Um, Like there was one I really loved about giving that I'll put in the show notes that um, I thought was fascinating about rethinking how we give and how we think about charity and all that kind of stuff. And one about millennials and how we're not as um, awful as we get a bad, you know, bad reputation for being awful and all, all kinds of things. So um, that's really interesting and is sort of a good way to sort of get all these great ideas into your head. Um, Radio Lab is a great podcast. Um, it's another one where sometimes the explanation and I'm like, I don't know if that's going to be up my alley, but ends up being really interesting. They did a really great episode on the Galapagos Islands that I thought was really cool. Um, there was, what are some other ones that I liked? Um, what's the, what's the tone of it? I've actually never listened. Radiolab? Um, to Radiolab. It's these two guys and they kind of, they kind of banter, um, <laughs> they, like, it's, it's sort of, um, they're like they're not science guys really but they talk to a lot of scientists like it's sort of a scientific show um oh wait here it says science meets culture and information sounds like music each episode is an investigation a patchwork of people sound stories and experience centered around one idea so anyway so is it similar to this american life i would say it's a little similar to this american life yeah they don't feel that different for me um they'll talk about they'll talk about like this one really cool one about a like the idea of a black box where one thing you start with one thing you put it inside something happens you don't know what happens inside and then something happens after and um there's a story in there about butterflies like caterpillars and how they change into butterflies that blew my mind mm-hmm. like i will give it away when you cut open a caterpillar pod like, what do you think happens when a caterpillar turns into a butterfly? I have no idea. Like, if I, if I, <laughs> if I pressed you, what would... Like, I would... I don't know. I, I guess I would just say it, like, slowly happens. So sort of like a baby in the womb. Like No, but, like, like a caterpillar, like, goes into its cocoon, right? And then after the, yeah. it's in the cocoon, what do you think happens inside the cocoon? I would say, like, it just slowly grows into a butterfly. Okay. If you cut open a cocoon of a butterfly, there's nothing but goo. Nothing but glue? Goo. Goo. Just, <laughs> just like, random goo. Wait, so, it, like, the caterpillar, like, disappears? The caterpillar <laughs> completely disappears, disintegrates into goo. There's nothing... Oh my gosh. I know, it's so cool. Anyway, um, yeah. So How so- do we even know it's the same thing it's not that's the thing that's what's so oh it's a fascinating show it's really really good 
Like, does the butterfly have caterpillar memories? <laughs> that all oh, see, that's the question that they ask. Okay, you gotta listen to the show. Um, and oh, then, that's super cool. Um, I I don't listen to this as much anymore, but I'll sometimes listen to the occasional show. I binged on it when I first discovered it. Um, it's the Savage Lovecast with Dan Savage, and every episode they just have people call in. Um, with their questions about sex, basically, sex and relationships. And Dan just gives them <laughs> very good advice about sex and relationships. Dan Savage, if you don't know, is this, um, he's gay, but he's a very good advice columnist. Um, and um, it just taught me a lot about the difference, the, diff the wide variety of, of experience that there is in terms of different types of relationships and different types of fetishes and how to be a good partner in many ways, um, sexually and otherwise. And it's just like has some solid ground rules that I think, I mean, after you've listened to maybe like three episodes, like you might get a sense of his perspective and I really like his perspective. So I would recommend that show. And then a couple recent favorites, uh, NPR StoryCorps. Uh, StoryCorps is apparently this nonprofit in the States that goes around and just like has everyday people come in and record their stories so they'll be interviewed by a friend or a family member um, in one of their studios and they'll just record any mm -hmm. story that they, they think is like worth telling and they have like thousands of just stories and the podcast is just very very short episodes so maybe if you just have like a very short amount of cleaning to do um They'll just, they're like eight minutes, <laughs> like seven minutes or six minutes, um, and it'll just be one person's story. And I've only listened to two, but both of them made me tear up, so they're very poignant. Um, actually, on Invisibilia, right. they recommend it, and they say, basically, you listen to somebody's story, and then you cry. And I was like, sold, I'm in. <laughs> yes, I do remember them. I do remember them. Yeah. I was mentioning like, that that's all that I want to do when I listen to a podcast yes um and <laughs> Can't I wait. just you said that was story core story core c-o-r-p-s and I just listened to one episode of NPR's ask me another which is also recommended by some of the other podcasts we've mentioned and I listened to one where they have on so I've only listened to one episode but I really love it they had on Ethan Hawke, so they always have on sort of like a very important puzzler, they call him or her, like the VIP, and they'll have them on to do a short interview and then to actually play like a like a game, and they record it all in front of a live audience, and then the rest of the show is just little games that they make up and do with random audience members, and it's very hilarious. <laughs> like, it's really funny, and it's really fun to do the the games as well like to try and guess them so they did this really funny one and I was like getting all the right answers and I felt amazing so that one was quite fun and that's <laughs> something that I'm going to listen to a lot more going forward so Thanks. yeah those would be my top ones I've been meaning to listen to Reply All and I haven't listened to it yet but it's apparently about the internet and apparently it's really good so I'm going to try and give that a listen coming soon but yeah, amazing. So in in the show notes, mm -hmm. um, we can put out a list of our favorite podcasts uh, with uh, some of our favorite episodes from each one. If you're like looking for a starting place, mm -hmm. um, I just love that this is 
your area of expertise. <laughs> it's not. Like podcasts it's not. and books and stuff. It is. It is. I like that. I don't know. You just have like a deep knowledge base that we I'm can just... draw from for the for this podcast. <laughs> well, I just loaded up my podcast app and looked at it. But yeah, I um, <laughs> one thing I will say with podcasts, like I'm always trying to listen to new ones and like see what I think of them. And there are some that I listen to and I'm like, I actually, it's acclaimed, but I actually am not that into it. So I would say just like experiment with what you're actually interested in and it might be different than ours. So if it is, please let us know and um, write it in the comments or get us on Twitter um, at Green Guinea Pigs or Instagram at Green Guinea Pigs. We would love to know if you're into podcasts or if you just listen to this because you are a friend of ours. <laughs> Actually, none of my friends listen to it, so forget that. <laughs> yeah. Laura, you're the only friend I have that listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you make it. People listen to our podcast, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. They're probably okay. like all your friends. That's fine. No, it's like, I don't know. I think that we've turned a corner where instead of our friends <laughs> feeling obligated to listen to it, I have uh, friends who happen to listen to it, who have never felt that pressure from me to listen to it, uh, who actually enjoy. Does that mean that we should start being more <laughs> professional and not pretend that like no one's listening? Oops. Yeah, definitely. My bad. All right. This is the last time I let you drink wine before we record. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, thanks for the question and the recommendation for the podcast topic. We love that so much. Um, if you guys have anything that you want to hear us blab about, then please let us know. But it was great to talk to you, Laura. You too, Steph. Bye, everyone. Bye.